Welcome to the Growing the Good Life podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Roberts, and today we are talking about buying seedlings from big box retailers, what you should be on the lookout for when you're buying seedlings. So let's get right into it. It is that time of year again, for sure. Uh, Depending on where you live, you may have seen some seedlings and plants out at your local garden center or big box retailer for a while now, or you might be just now seeing them like we are in North Carolina zone 7B 8A. If you're north of us, you may not see them out yet. And uh, that's probably the case for many of you listening. But when you do see them, you know that planting season is not far behind. And there are some best practices that I'd like to share with you when you're looking for plants to buy, or if you find yourself at the store, and you happen to look over and you see plants and you wonder if they are a good deal, if there's something you should purchase, I want to give you a few tips to help you make those choices. So the thing that I want you to look for the most is the soil that um, that the plants are in, make sure that the soil is not too wet, It's that it's not too dry. A lot of times you'll see plants out in big box stores. They'll be outside and they possibly have not been watered um, consistently. Sometimes when plants are in a large store that has a big garden center, sometimes, especially now with staffing issues, you'll find that plants are either super dry, they're super wet, they just don't look well cared for. So make sure that the soil is adequately moist, not dried out. You definitely don't want to buy plants that have drooping leaves unless you can get it home and and, and give it some TLC right away and you're getting a good price for it. Um, If you're paying full price, you definitely want to make sure the plants that you buy are Um, in good shape, that you don't have a ton of yellow leaves or any yellow leaves, really. Um, If your seed seed leaves or the cotyledons, those first two leaves that come out, could become yellow as the plant gets older. That that makes sense, and that's perfectly fine. But make sure that the leaves look healthy, that the stem is sturdy and thick for its size. You don't want spindly plants. You don't want really, really thin and leggy, tall seedlings. because those can be difficult to grow. They can be difficult to take hold uh, in the spring, windy spring conditions that you might find yourself in. So make sure you look for those um, points, you know, about the leaves, healthy leaves, thick stem, um, not dry soil. You know, you definitely don't want your soil to be too dry and you don't want it to be waterlogged. Um, Other than that, you know, assuming that your plants are healthy looking, they don't appear to have disease, they're not, they're not wilted. Let's talk about pricing for plants. And that's really um, my most, uh, I I don't like to say soapbox and standing on a soapbox and all that stuff. But if there's a soapbox that I could stand on, it would definitely be seedling prices from big box retailers. And I it's crazy to me what happens in these situations. Um, Growing food since 2020 has become something that a lot of people are doing. I could not be happier about it. It's my life's mission to help people who want to grow food to grow as much as possible, as affordably as possible. And for other people who think they might be interested, I want to show them the economics of it and how it can work for them. And boy, oh boy, like I went to the store today and if you follow me on YouTube, 
you'll see the fruits of my shopping trip. Um, one of them was very astounding to me. I, I'm never, I'm, I'm always shocked at how expensive seedlings can be. And in this particular case, the the, the point that I made was regarding a, a ruby red cabbage. There was a single cabbage seedling in a cup. And that cup was $5.48 for a single cabbage. And man, it's, it's, that is not what plants are supposed to cost. It's not what they should cost. You definitely only, you know, you get one head of cabbage off of this thing and it costs $5.48. It's hard to know. It's hard for newbies because they don't necessarily know how a plant grows. When you have a plant that only yields one head of something, like when you chop off the head, it's done, like in the case of a cabbage, or if you pull up the onion and it's done, that's it, then you have to be very mindful of what you're paying for those. And if you're buying a head of cabbage and you want to grow food to save money, spending more than 50 cents to 75 cents to maximum a dollar is the only way that you're going to be able to have that make financial sense for you. You want to spend as little as possible on that stuff, quite frankly. And going to a big box store like Lowe's or wherever you might, seeing those plants for $5.48 per single seedling is just crazy. And I don't want anyone to go to a store, get excited about growing your own food. You go to the store and you're looking and you're standing there and you're thinking, okay, wait a minute, my family eats a head of cabbage a week. I can get a head of cabbage for a dollar, maybe a dollar 50. And I thought that was expensive, right? Like last year, let's say it was 75 cents and now it's double, but it's still way cheaper than that five seven at 548. This discourages people who aren't able or aren't comfortable with growing their own from seed. It discourages them from gardening altogether. And it's really a shame. Um, it's just as bad, um, maybe not quite as bad, but almost as like folks who are selling a single carrot or selling a couple of carrots or, or carrots that are going to have to be transplanted, knowing that carrots don't like to be transplanted and selling those carrots for an obscene amount of money. It sets new gardeners up to fail. And that's my big problem with it. So I want to give you some pointers. Um, two places that I like to go for seedlings are any local garden centers. Privately owned garden centers are usually owned by people, families that understand the economics of growing your own food better. And they don't want their seedlings to be wasted. They don't they don't grow so many of them and price them so high that all they have to do is sell a few. Um, they want to sell everything they grow. And so they price it affordably and they price it to sell. So I can tell you that in a local, uh, in a local, um, you know, garden center or on Facebook Marketplace, people will sell seedlings for much cheaper than you'll find in a big box retailer. So one of the things I always say is, if you can find cabbages in six packs, and find a couple of seedlings in each six pack, if you can find someone, a, a, a producer, a grower who does that, that's really going to set you up for success, because you'll have six plants for whatever it is, four, five, six dollars. And that makes more financial sense. Now, I will tell you all day long, if you'll listen, that I think you should be growing from seed. I think that it's cheap enough 
to have a single light, you can have a grow light, a couple of trays, a couple packs of seeds, a little bit of potting soil, and you are going to save so much more money. Um, it's like I said in my video, you can spend $7 <laughs> when it's all said and done for one red cabbage head from the big box store, or you can take that same amount of money and you can grow 75 heads from a pack of seeds with a little bit of fertilizer and some water and a bit of energy from a grow light. So um, please look for multiple multiple plants per cell, especially for lettuce, look for extra plants per cell and look for that in cabbages or Brussels sprouts or kale. I mean, that's when things become more cost effective. Um, and anytime you have a plant that it's like one and done, like once you pull it out, it's done like a parsnip or a carrot or an onion, or, you know, you cut off the head and it's mostly done like cabbage. Sometimes you can grow broccoli Broccoli will grow side shoots sometimes after you cut the main head, but be on the lookout for those. You know, tomatoes and peppers and eggplant, they're a little more forgiving price-wise because you can usually get several pounds of produce off of a single plant. So, you know, you have a little bit more wiggle room when it comes to paying more for those plants. But for the ones that are sort of one and done root vegetables or, you know, uh, things that are in the, the cabbage family that are, once you cut the head, it's pretty much done. Please do your homework. Please look locally on Facebook Marketplace or your local um, plant store or local garden center. They are going to be your best bet and they're going to partner with you and really want you to succeed in growing food because the more food you grow on your own, the more you're going to use them for your gardening needs. So um, yeah, this has been a topic that's really, really near and dear to my heart. Um, I will be posting more about this. I'm sure I will have future episodes that talk about this in depth some more because I really think buying seedlings is the first step for a lot of newbie gardeners. And I want to make sure they are armed. You guys are armed with success when you go into stores to make sure that you make the right choices or make choices that make sense for you so that you'll keep gardening because I love it. I think everybody should do it. <laughs> and I won't stop until I've impacted as many people as possible on this gardening journey. So that is my soapbox for today. I will step off of it now. I understand that you could be anywhere and you chose to spend these last few minutes with me and I really appreciate it. I want you to um, enjoy the rest of your day and get out there and get growing. <music>